0: Marcus, how's the trade going? Trade is going as always, we're holding Bitcoin. And um, even though the price is moving sideways, maybe even a little bit downwards, who knows where it's going from here. Uh, We got that long-term perspective and it's looking good.
1: All right, that's what I like to hear. Good trade and uh, price is crabbing. Crab walk is what's going on. So uh, welcome everybody to episode 10 of Bitcoiners Guide. This is the show that we wish we would have had when we first started learning about Bitcoin. So we made it for you or for your friends or for whoever wants to listen in. I'm Big Sean Harris and this is Plan Marcus. We are your hosts, uh, just a timestamp and price stamp. Currently it is twelve fifty seven PM here in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Yes. I'm here in the Salt Lake City Valley, Valley and uh, there's a lot of mountains around me. Current price of Bitcoin on this beautiful Monday is $38,000 and some change, up 0.54% in the last 24 hours. So, <laughs> You've been chilling around 40000 and some change. Now we're sitting at 38000 and some change. Marcus and I are going to get into this right now. We wanted to talk about uh, some four-year cycles. And uh, we're going to get straight into the Bitcoiners Guide tip of the week. We're going to give you just the tip. And uh, this Bitcoiners Guide tip of the week is sponsored by MFMerch.com. The best merch in Bitcoin. I don't know. It's not the best. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. It's up for you to decide. Go check it out. So Bitcoin has got tip of the week, four-year cycles. Um, Historically, we've had in Bitcoin's price run up since 2009, we've had these four-year cycles and they've been based on the halving. And the halving, it it has to do with um, how much Bitcoin gets rewarded um in in uh from from the bitcoin block reward so every time bitcoin is mined currently uh the miner will receive 6.25 bitcoin in the block reward plus some transaction fees from from the blockchain from bitcoin blockchain uh every four years well actually every uh every 210,000 blocks which normally ends up being about every four years uh, that block reward gets cut in half and so that's what we call the halving plan marcus is currently uh sharing on his screen bitcoin's price run up and this is on a log scale correct if, I, if i'm correct right yeah correct so this is bitcoin's price and it's moved up uh after every halving for about the next 18 months after having the price will run up super high and then it'll and then it'll go back down and have a big runoff top and then it'll slowly go through a bear market and then it'll run right back up again after the halving, after about 18 months after having and then have a huge, uh, a huge blow off top again. And this normally comes from what us Bitcoiners think of as a supply shock. So Bitcoin, when it halves, um, there's, there's less Bitcoin that's being produced. So, uh, or it's being mined. So when there's less Bitcoin that's being mined, then that means uh, it's just supply and de- supply and demand one on one. When there's less of a supply, demand goes up, and so that's what's been happening over these last four, years, over these last 13 years or so since Bitcoin's been created with the four-year cycles. Now the big question, and this is what Marcus and I always talk about, um, is are we still in? the four-year cycles, are we in a super cycle, you know, are the, are the cycles historically moving the way that they used to and what to expect from Bitcoin's price or from, from these four-year cycles. So this is something um, that Marcus and I talk about uh, even off the air nonstop and uh, we can't ever come to an agreement on it. So we figured we might as well talk about it and let you decide what you think so Marcus why don't you go ahead and uh, show us what we're looking at uh, if anyone's listening to this uh, not on YouTube uh, we're looking at Bitcoin's price uh, on a log chart uh, going up
0: uh... yeah well this segment you have to watch it otherwise you skip forward a couple of minutes because it doesn't really make sense listening to it or maybe you can but <laughs> I don't think we're going to be able to like uh, say everything we're seeing on screen. Yeah. Yeah, So basically what I have tradingview.com, I can recommend everybody to go to tradingview.com. It's a free website. You basically have all the charts there from all the markets all over the world and it's completely for free. So it's a great tool. You can use the charts. um, You can do measurements. Anyway, it's free. It's great. It works great. I love how certain things, you know, basically just information, how, Jeff Booth always says, you know, information eventually trends to zero because it's just free. It has no you know, incremental cost to spread it to more people. So eventually this tends, trends to zero. And I think TradingView is a great example of this. However, there is also a paid plan where you can get like more functions and stuff, but there's really no need for it, to be honest. So what are we looking at? The, uh, the, the Bitcoin US dollar graph. I believe you've got some red and green candles. I think everybody knows what those are um we're looking at the monthly chart so every bar is one month and basically here we're taking the data off of the exchange called bitstamp so they're the ones providing this data and they have a bitcoin price starting from the august 2011 so that's pretty early right i remember you know like january 2009 bitcoin was launched by satoshi obviously it didn't have a price in uh no. For the most part of that first year. Um, I don't even know exactly when Bitcoin pizza days are off the top of my head. Was that 29 or 2010? I believe it was 2010.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: I, yeah.
1: And I don't even know if that actually, I could be wrong here, but I'm not sure if that actually gave it an, gave Bitcoin an official price.
0: Yeah, sure um, it was. Because they know how many Bitcoins he paid. Out of my yeah. head, it was 60,000 Bitcoins for two pizzas. And the two pizzas were worth about 32 bucks. So, that gives you a Bitcoin price. I mean, they exchanged it. The pizzas had a price. He, yeah, but it was a fixed set of I'm, Bitcoin, so you have a price. yeah,
1: yeah but what I'm saying is I realized like that there was, okay, we really we recognize that Bitcoin is whatever the ten thousand bitcoins divided by the two pizzas in dollar terms. But I don't, I don't I'm not sure if 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 right after that happened, all of a sudden now you have exchanges that are selling Bitcoin. At that no, equivalent percent. price, and it's trending up and down after that. So I think it's That's still pretty. Still it,
0: it's, it's a pretty interesting discussion what you're bringing up because yeah. you know uh, if you go to, for instance, Bitstamp, you'll find a Bitcoin price there, uh, which is now thirty-eight thousand two hundred twenty-nine dollars and eighty-three cents. Mm-hmm. But if I were to open, for instance, the Bitcoin price on, uh, say, Binance or on uh, Coinbase or some other exchange, there's small deviations there. So there's not one fixed price you yeah. Know, it's whatever it is trading for in whatever market you're trading it so different exchanges are sort of different markets because different platforms so sometimes they can deviate from each other also you have different currency pairs and there's even a lot of people i believe even the, the ftx guy he made that's how he made all his money he was just noticing all these little differences and if you do that in like large volumes and you see that hey this exchange it's selling for a hundred dollars, and the other exchange it's selling for a hundred and one dollars. That means I can just like buy a bunch over there and sell a bunch on this exchange, and I just made
1: some money, right? Yeah, you know, a bunch of a big... bunch of arbitrage. That's yeah.
0: But we're we're going on like massive tangents here. We need to... <laughs> we're short on time, right? So again, uh, so we have the, the the price throughout the years. It is a log chart, so that means um, you know from um, zero to ten. It's the same different same distance as from 10 to 100, even though it's times 10. It's the same difference as from 100 to 1000. If you don't put it on log uh, scale, it'll look something like this. Then all my lines get look start to look really funny. <laughs> I just ig- ignore those for a little bit. Uh, but then your price looks like this. So some people might see this in their app. They'll recognize this price graph. Yeah, and it looks like. Bitcoin hasn't done anything since uh, 2009. It was just flat. And then in 2017, we had our first run up and now again. But as you can see, that is completely not the case. Because if I set this to auto and you scroll, you'll see that every year in front of it, you also, I don't know if that's coming across right now. Yeah. yeah. But we're looking at it in log scale because that gives a nicer view of the different uh, run ups uh, we had
1: yeah and on log scale it show, it's interesting cuz on a log scale it's showing the price run up is actually very steady and yeah. and it's very cyclical so it's kind of cool to see
0: yeah this this to me when i mean i got into it like around here in 2017 i remember it well this this graph was looking like oh my god this thing is just going up and up and i was like looking at the beginning it did it before yeah. And yes, it could crash, you know, like maybe she just buy some and, um, but it could go down as well. And you saw it correct earlier and it just keep going up. But what was interesting, the blue lines here is uh, when the halvings occurred. And uh, this, this blue line here in February of 24 is my guesstimate of when the next halving will occur because the halvings occur every 210,000 blocks. Every block is about 10 minutes. So that gives it just a little less than four years. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first halving was uh, around November, 2012. Then the second halving was in July, 2016. Then we had the other halving in May of 2020, uh, the last one. And the next halving will be somewhere early 2024. And what you can see after each halving, we get this run up, not instantly, I mean, the having occurs, nothing really happens. The month after, nothing really happens, but then she starts moving. 2016, it took a lot longer before the run-up came. And these yellow lines here, they mark the end of like the, the four years. Basically, it's just the first of January and then constantly four years in between. So, uh, you know, kind of marking the four-year cycles because especially the first time, it was always around January, around the end of the year that, you know, it topped out. And we went to like this deep bear market. And four years later, we arrived again at the top. <laughs> now, the last cycle, we went down. And the minute she started going back up, Bitcoin went up really fast. So Everybody's like, oh, we're going again. But then, no, kind of corrected back. We had the halving. And then we started running a lot faster than expected. And we, we stopped a lot earlier than expected so in that sense it was different at the same time you know i can still clearly see like this this pattern in here right it's almost too obvious also if you look at like the rsi it's like relative strength index is basically just showing you has bitcoin gone up comparatively to like the 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 previous uh bars or has been going down right and then um rsi
1: a bunch but, of garbage i don't
0: even know what rsi means rsi relative strength <laughs> index that's what i'm trying to explain here. don't worry too much about it but you know you can clearly see here as well you know where you're going to go into like this massive bull run then we correct and there you know and there's also this theory about um the um the sentiment of market uh, cycles where they say you have like this phase of um accumulation there's like hope, there's enthusiasm then there's euphoria mm-hmm. then as you know the the, the the price rolls over there's this denial phase where people are like don't worry this is just another just another dip you know we're gonna correct and the bull run is going to continue. It usually makes like this double top yeah uh, mm-hmm. and clearly here here there was also a double top and here we've seen like a clear double top. After the double top, we start keep correcting down, and people are still somewhat in denial. And then fear starts to happen,
1: right?
0: <laughs> and then after fear, if you you can Google this, you know, like I should I, I should have prepared this, but after fear, then there's often uh, capitulation <laughs> and desperation.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> so the chat we were having just like two minutes before we started recording, you were like, "All right, let's do this live because <laughs> I, I want to say something." I was saying, "Well, look." after you know like now we can only call it like a top right (laughs) because calling it a top over here you could have looked foolish because if we would have just continued it would have never been a top so nobody was calling it a bear market here i mean some people were sure but we were saying you're a fucking bear (laughs) there's no bear market you know bitcoin is going to continue this was all china ban mining and we actually made a new all-time high because we, we ended up a little bit higher than, than the high over here. Yeah. Right? But now that we're going back down and looking at these previous cycles, it's like, well, it's kind of hard to say that this cycle is completely different. In my eyes, I still see a clear having run up correction, having run up correction, having run up. See, this so, is based on that pattern, you, you could <laughs> argue, right? Yes. now we had a run up so now we're going to go into this correction phase and we might as you can see here as well we kissed the which is here the 50 uh, 50 moving average so this blue line is the average of the 50 Weeks? Uh, bars 50 months uh, in this case i'm looking at the monthly chart so yeah. the 50 monthly close is based on the past 50 months if i change this to like a week nah, nah, nah. you get you get more bars yeah And then you get the the line starts earlier because you get 50 weeks earlier. Yeah. But I like to look, I like to zoom out because this Mm -hmm. is apparently, you know, it's very funny because we had like COVID here, right? You can see it in the charts. Bitcoin quickly just corrected and went back onto its normal pattern, right? So this bigger zoomed out uh, pattern you're seeing here. Yeah, it seems pretty strong. Like you said, it's just following. If you just like look at like a floor model type thing, this green line here is just a linear line on a logarithmic scale. Which is that amazing. literally means constant exponential growth. That's what Bitcoin has been in. We've been in a bull run since 2009, Sean. I mean, forget yes. these corrections. This was just like extreme uh, greed, I guess, you know, but we've been in a constant exponential growth pattern yes since since bitcoin had a price that's that's the big picture here yeah let's not get confused about whether or not we're gonna have a little correction here to the downside still (laughs) or not yeah and whether or not you want to risk doing that because what if we just run back up and you're you were here sitting on the sidelines while bitcoin goes to one hundred fifty thousand dollars? right i'd never say i'd never tell anybody to be like Oh yeah, it's gonna to touch the, the the blue line again, right? Because it did mm, it here would you and never, it did it there. Would you
1: never say that, or ha- would you? Never
0: <laughs> that? Well, that's why we're talking about it, right? Because yes. I did mention it. It's like we're seeing these obvious patterns, which are hard not to see. I mean, a yeah. kid can see this, right? I mean, it's not like <laughs> rocket science. We're looking at <laughs> Okay, here.
1: but but look, let's look at the last. Let, let's look at twenty twenty one, right? Twenty twenty one.
0: Looking at twenty one,
1: yeah. And. This is, this is where Marcus and I always disagree is because Marcus will be like, it's, it's a clear pattern. It's gone up these last three, you know, 2017 it went up in 2013 it went up and he's like in 2021, they did the same thing. And I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, in, in 2013 and 2017, it, hits, it like basically hits that top line. And in 2021, it gets like halfway there on the log, on the log scale. So then that makes me think if it only goes halfway up, I don't think it's gonna, I don't think there's gonna be a huge dip. And people are saying like, oh, well, there could be some like another black swan event like COVID and and, you know, Bitcoin's price drops 50%. But I don't know, it's really hard for me to see that happening because like there like there's a war in Ukraine and nothing happened after that. I think people just know that the money printer is gonna be turned on exponentially and faster and faster. And as the money printer continues to burr harder, then, uh, then, then these cycles are just gonna get erased. I think, I think there's more, I am- But the, the uh, truth
0: is though, is that they're, they're cutting back on the printer right now, Sean. Uh, okay. So right, right or may- not? they're they're still printing every month don't get me wrong it's just the amount they're printing they're reducing it every month
1: i just i just refuse to believe the crack addict when he tells me that's his last (laughs) that's his the last time he's gonna use crack like i refuse to believe it so if they if if,
0: yeah it's like it's like the crack addict you know who has uh, who who has abused a lot in the past he's tried to stop in the past yeah yes. when he stopped it went better for a little bit but then you know but at the first uh, uh thing he started using again
1: the relapse. so
0: even now the central bank is saying they're gonna like tighten and gonna behave yeah we we both have the feeling that they won't last that long right but in the meantime they are doing it yeah so whatever that means for the whatever that means for the coming six months to a year i don't know but it could mean that you know like you see it everywhere it's not just like here at the bitcoin chart because if you look at the s&p 500 if you look at the nasdaq you know they're all rolling over you look at all the fang stocks they're all rolling over they're in heavy weather right now i mean netflix lost something like 50 percent, i believe Don't, don't pin me on the numbers but you know we talk about crypto being volatile this is like a fang stock that just like, <laughs> you cut in half right they are gonna it's have like, to take the n out of fang
1: don't ask me what that's called we'll see what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh so here's here's like the whole right. just one, one more it. thing sean right? okay All What, right. I, what All I said, right.
0: like it can go to the burden on the other hand i've just said as well look this green line Yes. Uh, except for like here in 2012, like early days when Bitcoin was like under $20. Right. Like it's just been this green line has been like one of the sweetest spots to be able to buy, especially if it falls under this green line. Right. I mean, all throughout Bitcoin history, you would have wanted to buy under this green line. I mean, it's almost it like- barely got under it. This was COVID where it only fell under it, right? And it's just yeah. been going up from there. And we're under the line right now. So this could be like the absolute bottom uh, moving forward from here. So- it's, like the mayor,
1: it's like the mayor multiple, right? When, yeah. when you get into a point like this uh, and, and you get to a time where it's like, okay, if Bitcoin continues on its historic rise, which which It makes sense that it would with everything that's going on with the federal reserve and with people more and more people understanding what's happening with money if it continues on its historic rise then you want to buy at levels you want to buy at the lower you want to buy dips right so it's like this is a dip if you look at the log scale this is definitely a dip now maybe a dip for ants but you want that's when you want to buy you want a dca continue to buy out of every paycheck. And uh, if there's a dip, you wanna stack a little bit harder if you can. My issue is that I just always uh, end up smash buying everything that I have. And so then I run out of out of that dry powder when it's time to buy in a bigger dip. But so talking about this, like why do I think this is important? Because like recently, I was just telling Marcus this before too. I was like, honestly, like. I haven't been looking at price that much as what I used to. Like, if I'm on Twitter and everyone's talking about a dip, then I'll look at the price or something. Or if everyone's like, oh, we're a massive pump, then I look at the price. But I haven't been looking at the price as much. And I think more than anything, just because it hasn't interested me as much as of late, because I've kind of gotten to this mindset that I think we, like, I think Bitcoin's in a super cycle. And all that means to me is that it's going to do something different than what it's historically done so like it hasn't hit that high peak like we thought it would after the 18 months after the halving i don't think it's going to drop 80 percent from its quote unquote top and i think it's just going to be a little bit more erratic and it's and i think it's going to get like right now it's been like doing this crab walk thing but I think it's gonna end up being like gold priced in the, we- in the Weimar mark, in the German mark in the 1920s when, when the Weimar Republic went through hyperinflation. And, it, and if you looked at that thing, it just went up and down and up and down priced in Weimar marks. And I think that's what Bitcoin is gonna do. So that's what I think to me is the super cycle. And, and I think that we're watching that happen right now. Um, And also I think like, okay, well, what should I expect? Because a lot of people traded in 2020 and 2021 based off of 2013 and 2017, but those are only two touch points. So I don't like to just trade off of, first of all, I don't trade. I don't don't short Bitcoin. I don't long Bitcoin, I just buy Bitcoin. So I guess I am long Bitcoin because I buy Bitcoin. But I don't buy like futures contracts that are long. This
0: is your model, right, Sean? You think this is gonna happen, so we're just (laughs) gonna shoot straight up to like 100 trillion (laughs) dollars? No, it's gonna for Bitcoin. It's gonna
1: (laughs) zigzag all the way up there, and then one day it'll do that. Yes, it will do that. Like that's the gradually then suddenly.
0: Uh, It is pretty crazy, right? I mean, yeah. So. like if you look at this graph and i just switched to the euro charges so that i don't have like all those crazy lines in the screen so you can just see the, the the price
1: yeah
0: i mean i love looking at it this way you know like you zoom out to like 2060 yeah <laughs> which is basically like what 40 years from now look at this right we're looking what is this this is only like the first 10 years of a new asset that's yeah. going to be around for more than 100 years who knows for how long right thousands of um, you it's, it's not just an asset it's an asset that's still being adopted and that's even still being developed right i mean to me it's really still feels like the internet where you still had to like if you want to send an email you first had to like hook up your modem and dial yeah. in your local phone line and then make that internet connection and then you were able to to some email client which you had to set up first you'd be able to send somebody a message across the internet You know, with time, the the usability of the technology becomes easier. The more more and more people will start using it instead of just the nerds and the geeks who are kind of tech savvy early on, you know. You still have to be kind of tech savvy if you want to like custody your own Bitcoin at this point. It's really not easy, you know. It's even just a understand the concept of bitcoin and what is it like what am i sending am i holding my bitcoins in this in this usb stick no you know what are utxos and all that kind of stuff it's not easy to grasp for people what is a wallet and how do i get one and you know like which website do i go to yeah there is no website why not well because it's decentralized so and then you're looking at this graph it's like this is just this is just like the first you know like even at like Bitcoin's issuance schedule, you know, like we already mined 90, uh, 19 million Bitcoins, right? So this is like the first, so to me-
1: That's what's insane. On a Log
0: scale, it's, it will probably have diminishing. It'll, it'll, it'll steady out at some point, right? Once That's we good, go not soon. 90, 90, 90% penetration of the population. But right now we're at like less than 20% you know of the western world holds some form of crypto if you really look at like bitcoin itself city it's going to be probably more, less than 10% so we're we're looking at this less thing <laughs> that is not just like a stock or like gold no this thing is still adopting right it's still spreading throughout the world people are still coming to understand what it is hardly anybody is still using it so I think whether it's going to be linear, it's probably not going to stay linear. There might be this suddenly, then uh, slowly, then suddenly thing where like we get this massive, all of a sudden, everybody will want Bitcoin it's going to be like complete failure of of fiat, euros and dollars and bank runs all over the world. Everybody tried to get the Bitcoin because all of a sudden, everybody understands it's game theory. Or we just go slowly and gradually and it just, we top out somewhere at like, what is it? I mean, this is a 30,000. Here's a hundred thousand. So here's a million. Here's 10 million, 20 million, 100 million. I can totally see, like, from this graph, I can totally see like a hundred million (laughs) dollars per (laughs) quarter. This is not uh, financial advice. But why the hell are you okay. worried? Why For the hell are you worried about trading here, right? You just gotta make sure. Get your I thought I thought I was the permable. <laughs> <laughs> Dude,
1: like this is the this is the if it, bit, the dollar's gonna be gone before Bitcoin, one Bitcoin is a hundred million dollars. Like the dollar won't exist at that time. That's just how I look at it. Like, I don't know, I don't know why people I'm not, would even have sure.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know.
1: It wouldn't be priced in dollars anyway. But yes. Uh, I can
0: see both. Holding
1: one, like if you can get one, just one Bitcoin, which yeah. if there's a lot of people that can, even though it's at $38,000, there's a lot of people that still can do that. If you can get one, that's pretty amazing. If you can get half of a Bitcoin, like whatever you can get. Just get it just stack it
0: dude it's it's so personal right like one bitcoin is a lot of money right for a lot of people i think one bitcoin is already out of play for depending on your age and, and and what country you're born in you know like one bitcoin is already a pretty tall ask for for if you look at people like between 20 and 40 like most people don't have like forty thousand euros or, or dollars lying around.
1: And if they and if they do, yeah. they don't they don't have the balls to put it all in one in one, right. especially Bitcoin, right? Yeah. That's it takes it takes guts and it takes conviction to to really do the work and study out what it is and its history and the history of money to understand the future of money. So again, right, are we in a super cycle? no one really knows like people maybe people thought we were in a super cycle in 2017 and then there was a huge blow off top and then people were like wow i guess it's not so could we still be in four-year cycles sure we could be i don't think we are i could be wrong you know like what to expect expect something that you aren't thinking will happen to happen this is this is the point i wanted to make expect something that you that you aren't expect the unexpected that's what you should expect is is there gonna be a blow off top if you think that's gonna happen expect something else to happen is it gonna and, it, and it's more than just like two options oh this thing can go to the moon or it can go to zero like no it can go up to certain price level then it can drop down and go back up and keep doing that it can run up high and then plateau then run up high again there's a lot of different things that Bitcoin's price can do. And so this is why I always say, don't trade Bitcoin. Don't, definitely not sell Bitcoin and don't short it because you have no idea what's gonna happen.
0: Right, we don't know what's going to happen. So we just expect it to go up. So make, look, one more thing, right? I mean, in this period between these two lines, we're having 900 Bitcoin mined every day, yeah? yeah. Here, it was 1,800 Bitcoins mined every day. And depending on what the price is, you can then calculate like, okay, so just to to maintain the price, right? I believe right now it was something like 35 million. Is that correct? Like um, 900 Bitcoin would be like uh, 38. So if it was 1,000, it would be like 38 million. So yeah, it's about 35 million bit 35 million us dollars every day needs to you know come in in. to to buy up like the newly minted not um, necessarily
1: that's not necessarily true
0: i know but just to give you an idea right (laughs) i know it's not exactly true what's going to happen here after the halving it's not going to be 900 bitcoins per day it's not going to be 450 bitcoins mined every day so if that amount of money that comes in every day or that the daily demand stays the same, I actually expect it to grow as Bitcoin grows and more and more people start using it and you know, DCA a little bit every day. It's, this is a global thing. I mean, 35 million may sound like a lot, but for the whole world, it's not a lot. You know, like every day there's a lottery and 900 people can get a Bitcoin. That's 900 people in the whole world is really not a lot. <laughs> and then it's we have people news. like it's michael funny, saylor yeah, yeah. just buying up like hundreds of bitcoins at a, at a time so here we're going to get cut oh. in half so you can also see that okay it had this price which was around like ten dollars before the halving then after the halving let's say the level was let's just stay on the low side you know it maintained that 200 level right mm-hmm. then we had the next halving price runs up to high, corrects but we maintained the $3,000 level. So that's like times 10. Times 10, times 10, 3,000. Here it's like we're maintaining the 30,000 levels. Another times, times 10. So after next halving,
1: <laughs>
0: we're talking, what? $250,000? That, that it, that the it <laughs> <laughs> that should be the low end if we continue with, the, yeah. with this halving cycles, right? So it's... Um, here, yeah. Can I
1: explain too why it's not it's like when 900 Bitcoin are mined at a price of $38,000 per Bitcoin it's not like people aren't yeah. buying $35 million of Bitcoin $35 yeah. million dollars of Bitcoin isn't bought every day because so the, reason, the reason why is because the price is created at so, long margins so if 900 Bitcoin are mined but the miners keep 850 of those Bitcoin. Well, then only 50 of those Bitcoin are actually even for sale. And then you got to think about, okay, and then there's other people that are trading, buying and selling. So maybe there's more, maybe there's less. And so it just depends on who's willing to sell their Bitcoins at that price level. Because I like, if I have my Bitcoin, and that's like part of the supply, the total supply of Bitcoin, but I'm not willing to sell it at any price, well, then, then that Bitcoin's not it's not getting sold. So, and that's what happens is people that realize that Bitcoin is worth is much more valuable than 38,000 uh, cuck bucks, $30,000 of your, of your dirty fiat. When you realize that, then you go, okay, well, I'm not gonna sell this and I'm never gonna sell this. And, and like, that's what people are recognizing. Is no my one bitcoin of mine isn't worth thirty eight thousand. It's not worth five hundred thousand. It's not worth one million. It's worth much more. And so as you hold, as you hold your bitcoin or you hodl your bitcoin, you're rewarded for that. Uh, but the but what you what you have to deal with is volatility. That's that's what the reward of holding through all this volatility is is the upward price because the fundamentals never change. There's 21 million, the $21 cap, every 10 minutes, more Bitcoin is mined. Uh, It's, it's the soundest money ever created. There's all of these second layers, like that are getting built on top of it. And third layers, you have lightning is continuing to expand. The hash rate continues to grow. So all of these things are just moving at a rapid pace. The fundamentals behind Bitcoin are amazing volatility does not equal risk. And so I think that's what a lot of people, uh, they screw up. The fundamentals are good, uh, but the reason why it's volatile is because it's still so new. And a lot of people don't know how to wrap their minds around what Bitcoin is.
0: Honestly, how are we gonna go from like $1 to $10 million a coin without volatility, right? That's impossible. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: All right. Hey. this is probably like the the last time we're gonna get into price this heavy because usually we don't really look at price we're i mean price price is this. honestly like the at a certain point it becomes like the most boring thing to look at i remember when i just came in in 2017 i would be like i have stared at the bitcoin price chart like for <laughs> multiple hours per day sean I was like in the office, you know, and I was so distracted. I was just like looking at the price and like zooming yeah. in, of course, on like a five-minute chart, a two-minute chart and <laughs> thinking thinking I can write some kind of algorithm that will buy high or buy sell high and buy low and all kind of, you, you realize there's no, you know, in, in hindsight, looking back at the chart, it all looks so clear, but we don't know what that next bar is going to look like. You cannot predict the future. You don't know when Russia announces the next thing, big thing or Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg or whoever. Uh, yeah, you just don't know. So the best thing, you know, you can try to, to... And some people get lucky, most people don't because you got to realize, like, for instance, oh, I like that idea that it's going to touch the blue line again. Yeah, of course you like that idea because now mm-hmm. you think you mm-hmm. can double your amount of Bitcoin, yeah. right? Because we're at $40,000. Now if it falls to $20,000, dollars whoo double my stack but what happens let's sell all your bitcoin yeah let's just do a little thought experiment you sell all your bitcoin yeah all of a sudden the chart just i mean the chart hasn't changed but the chart looks a lot different to you all of a sudden it's like oh my god we're already at the bottom of the of the channel and i just sold all my bitcoin and now what happens is the you know over the next three days we're going to go up to say (laughs) here fifty five thousand dollars and you're like damn i made a mistake right it's gonna it's, it's going up now and now you buy back and then it drops and falls too you know so a lot of people can't handle being on the sidelines and watching the price go up while they're hoping it was going to go down and then they buy back higher end up with less bitcoin and then the price falls so you really once you start trading. Um, you lose. Your life your life just turns to hell, honestly, because you're going to be constantly in stress. You know, hodling, only buying Bitcoin and trusting in this long-term growth gives you so much peace of mind. Yeah. You know, when you get some money, you're like, yes, I'm going to be able to buy some more Bitcoin, add to my stack. You only want to see your Bitcoin stack grow. You never have to worry about uh, making mistakes or losing Bitcoin from trading. Because trust me, the minute you sell it, Um, that graph becomes like your enemy because it will go up and you're like, oh, I need to buy back or it goes down. It's just way too stressful. And you cannot predict what it's going to do. And you might get lucky. Uh, So maybe for some people it is. Um, And just because you have three good trades still doesn't mean that you're not just lucky. You know, it doesn't mean you're a genius because you honestly don't know what's going to happen in the future. You don't know, right? If Russia hits the nukes or whatever, it's gonna have an effect on the price. We don't know if it's going to happen, yeah. So you you may want to like bet on that and be like, I'm gonna double my stack. If it doesn't happen, yeah, the price might go completely the other way and you end up losing. So, all right, enough said.
1: And and here's the thing too: is is like, what matters is watching your Bitcoin stack go up, not watching the price of your Bitcoin move up. Exactly, dollar terms. You wanna see like, okay, did I hit my stacking goal? I wanted to stack half a Bitcoin. I got there. Okay, now my next goal is a full Bitcoin or is is three fourths of a Bitcoin or I've stacked 10 Bitcoin. Okay, I wanna stack 11 Bitcoin. I wanna stack one more. Like, so what, wherever you are, the whole point is to watch your, your Bitcoin stack go up. And it doesn't matter about what it's priced in, in dollars. And this is what's really hard for a lot of people to understand because that's fiat thinking. The whole fiat mindset is I'm gonna buy Bitcoins and then I'm gonna sell it when it goes up and I'm gonna, make a mon- I'm gonna make a bunch of money off of it. Like what is money? Bitcoin is the best money. So why would you get into the best money ever created then sell it to go back into a, a broken money? And that's like the whole thing is it doesn't make sense to sell your Bitcoin to go back into a broken money. Yeah, you might guess right. You might be flipping altcoins, but most people who start trading, who start like getting into the altcoin casinos, like this is, that's when they lose. And they think like, and then when you lose, like you lose, then they start betting harder and then they lose their whole Bitcoin stack. So it's just about getting like in that Zen mode, Zen mode, I'm gonna stack, I'm gonna DCA, I'm gonna smash buy out of every paycheck, I'm gonna hodl it no matter what the price is. And that's what we do. And when you start doing that, it like you get, you sleep easy at night, you don't worry about the price as much. Yeah, you might be underwater from a 69K buy, oh well, like at least you bought it and now you're studying what Bitcoin is. What's more valuable is to study Bitcoin's fundamentals, to study what Bitcoin is, to, to learn the history of money and to learn about energy and those things that are gonna bring conviction to, to you about what Bitcoin is. Instead of studying the charts, because you can only study the charts so much and they don't give you that much. But the Bitcoin rabbit hole goes very deep. It's almost an it, it is an endless rabbit hole because because it has to do with money and money touches everything. So um, I have to go right now because I have a workout that I'm going to. But Plan Marcus and I, uh, we're gonna start doing some more shows uh, per week instead of just doing this one show a week. And uh, normally we're gonna try to keep the Monday ones a little bit longer, but we started talking about this price stuff before the show and then, uh, <laughs> we talking. So, uh, the way back, Oh man, we better start or else, uh, I'm going to miss my workout. So, uh, but we will start doing some more throughout the week and they'll, they'll be a little bit shorter, uh, probably 20 to 25 minutes, those ones. And we'll keep the ones, um, on Mondays, uh, longer, so we can get into deeper topics, but, um,
0: we had a lot, we had a lot of news lined up for you guys today. we ended up talking too much about price. Um, yeah, that's okay.
1: Yeah. Either way, uh, that's going to do it for Bitcoiners Guide, episode 10. Uh, don't forget this Thursday, we have uh, Stefan Lavera, one of the greatest Bitcoin podcasters, and he's an Austrian economics junkie. Uh, he'll be joining the Meme Factory podcast, the same channel. Uh, this Thursday at 7 30 p.m. it's live do not miss this episode again remember what you see here what you hear here when you leave here don't just let it stay here please share this episode share our channel uh, like and subscribe and uh, we're trying to just share the information that we wish we would have learned when we were first studying so we could have uh, learned these things a lot quicker uh, that's what we're here for—is to uh, to help. So if you can help us out in any way, that'd be wonderful. Uh, as for Bitcoiners Guide, episode ten from Plan Marcus and Big Sean, we're over now. Peace. Peace. Thanks, Sean. Have a good workout. Thanks.